Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace, and we have one very wonderful guest with us today. Uh, please welcome back to the podcast, Brianne Gobeski. Thank you so much for having me. I'll clap too. I assume this is how we welcome people. <laughs> Hasn't been what I've heard in all of the podcasts that I've listened to. Oh, so she listens to them. I do. Oh. It's one of the reasons I haven't wanted to be on the podcast was because I like listening to them and being surprised. Well, the secret is just to say a bunch of stuff that you don't remember saying. And then you are surprised when you listen to it. So do it drunk? <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's how the Joe Rogan podcast does it, right? I assume he just asked questions. <laughs> Elon Musk didn't want to go on because he wanted to listen to the episode. So they just got high instead. So he'd forget it. I'm pretty sure that's the is story. Is that true? I, I don't know what the story is. That's true. <laughs> well, except the part about wanting to forget the podcast, but yes. <laughs> ah. So what do you got for us? America's sweetheart, Anthony Fauci, has said that Americans can build a big bonfire and burn all their masks, and the pandemic is over. What? <laughs> Did you cut out for a second? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what I've gathered, anyway. I, as we've established, I read the headlines on CNN, so ah, I've intuited... Yeah how the rest of the article went. Yeah, well, uh, it's still May here when we record this. It's June by the time it goes out. So I don't know what's happened in the intervening couple weeks. <laughs> Maybe we've completely normalized non-mask wearing. Maybe we've said, nope, mask wearing is a signifier of respect. And anyone who doesn't is going to get sent to an island. I don't know. Yeah, they get sent to Temptation Island. <laughs> COVID edition. <laughs> COVID edition. <laughs> Why do you bring this up? I don't know. It's just a major news development that, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't affect me so much because I live in Dane County. And uh, oh, so the actual development being that the CDC said that if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors, except where they tell you you have to, <laughs> essentially, which in Dane County, which is where I live, is everywhere. Well, the problem I have, too, with it is that if I don't wear a mask, people are not going to be able to know the difference between the fact that I'm vaccinated or I'm just a jerk. Here in Arizona, so many people don't wear masks as a sign of jerkhood anyway, so that if I don't wear a mask, it's like people won't know which is which. So I almost want to wear a mask so people think I'm not vaccinated and then they truly leave me alone. You could wear a shirt that says... I'm not wearing a mask because I am vaccinated. Yeah, but you could wear that shirt if you weren't vaccinated. Uh. See, there's a real honor system here that broke down pretty early on. <laughs> also, I'm a little worried we're just going to be terribly out of date with this uh, episode at this rate. We have to predict the future, Charlie. It's June now. Oh, okay. Well, the masks have come back on. Right. But the situation's reversed. We're now, because conservatives see liberals not wearing masks, now they do want to wear masks. Just to be contrary. That's my prediction. So are we going to see people wearing shirts that say, I wasn't wearing a mask before it was cool? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the ironic t-shirt that goes along with June that can be worn only for the month of June? <laughs> I survived World War Three, And all I got was a stupid shirt. <laughs> Did I break your brain? No, he picked a bad topic, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> well let's yeah let's tease this we were potentially going to do a chip in with charlie segment still are we still Just are because not this episode you're still gonna eat that's him. what i'm saying i'm teasing it uh okay brianne found 
in Arizona at a Kroger store some Reuben flavored Lay's potato chips. Well, they're not Lay's. They're Kroger brand. Yeah, Kroger brand Reuben sandwich, specifically Reuben sandwich potato chips. Oh, I see. So for me, those would be roundies. I still didn't see them. Yeah, I was taking. I took a picture of the Lay's section, but Kroger on the bag, right? Yeah, because our store is a fries, but sells Kroger brand. Oh, that's right. Roundies might be dead as a brand now that cops. Uh, who knows? Fact is, though, I'll I'll be on the lookout now. And if I can't find them, then you have to send them. It's just too much synergy in the in the idea of me having to eat these, even though it's it's a good chance I'll vomit on the podcast. That'll well, be a that's first. must hear. That's must hear podcasting. <laughs> I've had to leave the podcast because I was sick before, but no actual live vomiting. Yeah, you didn't carry your setup into the bathroom with you. <laughs> vomit with Wallace. Well, you know, I've got two microphones, with so I can just set up one in the bathroom, and that way, when I'm ready to go, it's just there. Okay, but only if it's recording when Kara says, what the hell is this? And you have to explain <laughs> it to her. In the single bathroom in Now, you can use the bathroom while I'm podcasting, and I will take that out and post. <laughs> <laughs> or will you? Oh, I will. <laughs> He's not that eager for divorce. <laughs> I'm willing to tempt fate, but not uh, slap it in the face. So then do you have other non-vomitous chips you're going to eat for us? No, I don't. What? You said oh. you were buying chili mango. Oh, I said I could, and you didn't say to do it. So no, I, like I don't. Oh, be- because the text implied that you were doing it. Oh. So I didn't Did think it? I had to egg you on. Oh. Well, I just had Reuben on the brain. I was so, well, not disappointed. I was relieved to have not found it. But then is Kroger doing its own, like, signature chip flavors? That's, I guess, what kind of surprised me. What are you talking? It's like store brand stuff. Yeah, Like how Meyer has, like, their own line of chips and stuff. But But what was weird is it didn't say anything on it, like, special edition or new flavor or anything. It was just sitting there like everybody would want to pick up a Reuben sandwich potato chip. Right. That's the the thing that surprises me. Adam told me I wasn't allowed to buy it on our end. (laughs) Really? (laughs) <laughs> well, I said I was I half was tempted to buy it for him. And he, he was like, he, you will not be buying those chips <laughs> in this household. That is for Charlie to do. I have to do this by myself eventually. Problem is, is they're going to go to waste. Uh, it says here that if Charlie buys three bags of them, Kroger can just ship them to his door. And by Kroger, I mean me. Do they have to be the same kind? <laughs> No, no, it just says must purchase three or more. What other flavors do they have? I don't know. They have Doritos. They need a palate cleansing it's not, chip. It's not really uh, designed to be scrolled through on a phone, apparently. <laughs> like that's how you could play chipping with Charlie. Just threaten to send each other just random oh, chip deliveries. Yeah. And you can't open the external packaging, so you don't know what you're going to get. Oh. All right, we might have to do this once. <laughs> so... On the podcast is the opening and seeing what you're going to be eating. And it all depends on what the other person's willing to spend the money on to send. This might have to happen. I would be interested in listening to this segment. Yeah, why not? Yeah, oh, it's going to be a whole episode. I have a feeling. Just that one taste (laughs) test. Now we have to have Alex on. Does he also get a care package? Yeah. I think so. I and I don't think we should tell him he's getting a care package. So then who's going to foot the bill for the care package? Hmm. If we're not all just doing it in a circle. Oh, that's true. And also he would open the, the care package when he got it. Well, we could just tell him he's getting a package for the podcast. He's not allowed to open it.
Do they do COD anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'm sending you a package. You have to pay for it. And you can't open it. (laughs) Seems like something we might be able to get Paul to do. Alex, not so much. Paul would totally do it. I should get Doug to do it, too. Maybe. Uh, Probably depend on his mood in a given day. Fair. All right. So I'm glad this episode is full of future teases. That's the name of the episode. Future teases. Episode 192. Future teases. Speaking of future teases for episodes, we've got 200 coming up and it's going to come up faster than you would think. That's true. Well, it's going to come up exactly in the amount of time you would think, which is (laughs) two weeks times eight or whatever. 16 weeks. So that would be October-ish. Okay. So what are we going to do to celebrate? Clip show? Bring out a bunch of guests? I don't know. 200's a big deal. Is it? You guys were doing podcasts, or they were mathcasts at the time. And, I mean, this was before people were even doing these things. When I tell people that you guys have recorded almost 200 episodes, they're like, holy cow. How long have they been doing this? (laughs) Well, I would like to point out that it took us, uh, like... 10 years to get to episode 100 <laughs> and four years to get to episode 200. <laughs> I guess our output has uh, increased probably thanks to the, the Marvel March, if nothing else. It's true. And this episode, notwithstanding having like repeating themes to our episodes. Oh, let's get Paul to improvise. <laughs> Great. Remember the time we got Tony to improvise and it just got crazy. <laughs> you were on that one, Brian. Was I? Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, that was Stuffing Balls. Oh, uh, I don't remember that one. We had like Paul improvise someone and Tony improvise someone, but then more people got improvised in. <laughs> so 200. What do you want to do for 200? Uh, I mean, yeah, we could always just get as many guests as possible and bring them in, you know, not all at the same time. Do multiple recordings or something, but it's got to be something oh, more. Yeah. That suddenly sounds like a lot of work for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't think Eclipse episode is really has the gravity necessary for episode 200 either. So you want gravity? Yeah, it's got to be Fight. super serious. Oh, I thought it had to be in space or look like it was in space and we feature could? Sandra Bullock. That's a perfect idea. I love it. Good. Get on that. <laughs> the movie that everyone's weeks. still talking about. Gravity. <laughs> But yeah, I, Gravity I'm, okay. 200. Episode 200 from Outer Space. And we just bring everybody on and insist that they pretend that they're in outer space with us. <laughs> I think Alex that's would fine. go for that. I know that. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let me grab this thing that's floating in front of me. Okay, wait. Uh, okay, there we go. It's a, it's a bag of Reuben-flavored potato chips. <laughs> mm. We're going to put in a smoothie. No, you know, I, I know that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm Why not on it. episode 200? If it was on episode 200, I'd have to do it. Yep. (laughs) All right, but now you have to compare the real Reuben smoothie to the Reuben chip smoothie. Oh, would I do that? I don't know if I would do that. (laughs) Here's what I'll say. I won't do that without you and Alex having to try it, too. (laughs) So whenever we can all get back together. Yeah, that won't happen unless we're physically in the room. And even then, maybe not. (laughs) This is sort of a you go first psych sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Nobody drinks it, but Charlie. Wouldn't be the first time. We secretly replaced Charlie's tropical smoothie with a Reuben smoothie. Let's see if he notices the difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else can we tease about the future? 
Bond Voyage. We could tease Bond Voyage. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Did we talk about that on the podcast yet? Um, I think I don't know if it's made it to a final cut. I don't know. It's hard to remember what's been podcast and what's been conjecture. What's just been conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that one I'll definitely make sure I'm a part of more frequently. Well, for the audience's sake here, the Mary Marvel Movie March has been such a wild success that we thought it would be worth watching some James Bond movies. Not at the same pace that we've been watching Marvel movies, um, although it's not really necessary that we do that at the, the same speed either, since James Bond movies come much farther apart, especially these days. But uh, yeah, we're pretty sure that Alex would be on board for that. Now it sounds like Brand's psyched for it too. Yes, I have already been very vocal about my opinions about what I've seen for some of the Bond movies, so I'm excited to share that on the air. Seems like a good idea to have a female perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't see anything wrong with any of these movies. <sighs> oh, They all hold up. There's nothing racist here at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some of those old ones. No, no. Okay. No spoilers. No, no racism. No racism. You're right. No racism, no sexism. But yeah, I don't know. Do we want to get into it? Do we want to figure out how... Well, it's just a tease. Oh, just a tease. Okay. Okay. Let's see. What else is happening in the future? Um, we'll be able to go see movies again? Yes. This is true. Do you know you guys talked a little bit about that on the last podcast? And there that may, to. may even be movies in the theater worth seeing at some point soon. Did you see the Stephen Colbert thing about the CDC and how he could finally see Godzilla versus Kong the way it's meant to be seen? On a plane. <laughs> but yeah, and then the Marvel Marvel movies are going to start pumping out again. So it's been a good yeah. run. It's been, it's been good. Yep. Mm, it was fun while it lasted. And by fun, I mean to watch Marvel movies in no other way. <laughs> I really enjoy the Marvel, the March stuff, because it's just so fun to listen to you guys talk about what your thoughts were, what all of that fun stuff and the mix with all of your humor. Even though you're always making fun of Charlie because he's snooty. But that's part of the fun. Or do you not know? Am I not supposed to say that? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's out there now. Oh, no, I, I'm aware. I know what I I, I know what I am. I am what I am. She likes to mime you uh, gesturing with a snifter of brandy. Like a brandy snifter and being like. <laughs> As your monocle like dangles. Yes. Apparently that is what I envision Charlie as he watches Marvel movies. A monocle and a brandy snifter. A talking raccoon. Well, I never. <laughs> a tree, that's one thing. Goodness gracious. You have your, your coat, your evening, your, what is that? Your dinner coat? Your <laughs> evening smoking coat. Jacket. Your smoking jacket. You have a big red chair with a you know, high back chair. So he's Alistair Cook? <laughs> at Masterpiece Theater? Yeah. <laughs> a roaring fire. That's a- that's a reference that'll really land with our Gen Z listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All our old PBS watching Gen Z listeners. Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live recently, and we watched it. It was not great. I'm sorry. They had, but they had one sketch about, it was like about Gen Z kids at the hospital, and they were just saying all of these like, Chaser, hold on. Chaser! Chaser, come here! Chaser! Oh, hold on. Is this a normal You thing? can't cut any of this. <laughs> is this a normal thing? Chaser, come! Yeah, actually, but Kara's usually there. She's gone for the weekend. That's why he can podcast. This is his uh, version of Bachelor debauchery is doing podcasts. Oh, yeah. We can, talk about, we can talk about that in a minute. I'll finish what I was saying. 
<laughs> what was I saying? All right, we'll just talk about that instead. As you were mentioning, Kara uh, and Celeste went to go see Grandma this weekend. The reason for that actually was, well, multiple reasons. Uh, one is that need a they like to see Grandma. They like Grandma. Yeah, I like Grandma too. Um, Not enough to go see her. Yeah, well, this weekend, so Thursday was the start of the Wisconsin Film Festival, which is all virtual this year. So I'd rented a bunch of movies before Carr was like, oh, we should go up and see Grandma. And I'm like, I guess we could, but I would be watching movies all weekend. <laughs> so you'll be happy to know that the first movie I watched on Thursday for uh, the Wisconsin Film Festival was a little uh, independent film from 2017 called Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> After I got out of work, I sat down and was like, oh, yeah, I have to watch this first. Oh, I thought you were saying it was actually part of the film festival. No. <laughs> this is the Wallace cut. But yeah, that's been fun. I've been watching movies the last couple of days. Um, what have you been watching? Uh, whew, uh, first one I watched was... It's called that Lips. sounds boring. What else? <laughs> one about a guy in Malta who has his like great-grandfather's boat and his, the fishing business is going poorly <laughs> so he turns to illegal an illegal fishing ring uh next one next. is about uh a black embalmer and sort of him trying to uh pass on his knowledge to future generations uh another one about uh sounds like departures another one about the move group in uh philadelphia who the police firebombed back in the 70s it's kind of in a way about them but also about this like uh community center that they're trying to build what sci-fi is there this one called strawberry mansion which i guess has to do with corporations putting advertisements into your dreams <laughs> so that one sounded interesting i'll get to watch that at some point this week but anyway you're talking about living as a bachelor temporarily and my neighbor he's my neighbor's extremely nosy it's super frustrating to both me and Kara that he'll say things like this to us. But like, How he old's knows, your neighbor? Uh, 60s. He's retired. He's like a retired lawyer who also okay. owns the apartment complex behind us. But oh. he notices when the car that's usually parked on the street is in the driveway. And the last like two times Kara has been gone, I've been here by myself. He'll come out and walk the dog at the, like just as I'm walking by with my dog. And he's like, oh, you're batching it up this weekend, I see. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's kind of creepy. Like, it's okay when Adam does it, but <laughs> not like just like an acquaintance from next door. <laughs> Someone who you haven't had that conversation with them, letting them know you're bacheloring it up this weekend. Right. And he knows because of the car, but doesn't mention that that's how he knows. Like, there's no other way like he would know. Maybe he's hinting that he wants to be on the podcast. Oh, maybe. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe he wants to hang out. Yeah. Does he live by himself? No, no. He lives with his wife and his dog. Oh, Sonny definitely wants to be on yeah. the podcast. He wants to get away. <laughs> He's hoping you'll invite him over. You guys can talk about the sports. With your brandy snifters. With your brandy snifters. Hmm. Maybe maybe he's into brandy. I don't know. Are you into brandy? <laughs> no. I mean, we are in Wisconsin. What? But... <laughs> you liar. You just told me the last time we recorded how she was a fine girl. Oh, yeah. Well, but I'm I'm married to the sea, Adam. So That's it's irrelevant. True. You are evil. <laughs> That's what I took away from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It made the, uh, me uh, reevaluate the song Brandy. Boy, yeah, the singer of of Brandy is uh, is a monster. <laughs> well, I guess it's not the singer. I guess it's sailors. But anyway, I just thought the phrase "batching it up" from anyone other than Adam. I don't know that I've ever actually 
said the phrase batching it up unless I was being ironic. Right. Hold on. Chaser! Again, can't cut any of this. No. I won't. He's a bad boy. <laughs> and everyone should know. Chaser wants to be on the podcast. Well, he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's that's him speaking in dog language saying, I just want to be on the show. You've never invited me either. Tell you what, next episode, I'll have on my neighbor and my dog and maybe my baby. Well, I hope they're ready to celebrate Piscopo Day. <laughs> of course, we we have to start out every Piscopo Day episode by explaining to everyone who Joe Piscopo is. <laughs> now, Chaser, let me explain about Saturday Night Live. Wasn't he in something we were recently watching? Uh, we watched Johnny Dangerously a little bit. He's on that. But that's 80s Piscopo, so that's okay. But someone made a Piscopo reference or a show we were watching. Oh, that was Psych. Was it Psych? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a show that would make a Piscopo reference. Yeah, it was something about how Joe Piscopo had been abducted by aliens, and that's why no one had seen him. <laughs> I guess Sean Spencer is unaware of the second life of Joe Piscopo as conservative talk show host. That's true. I think Psych might have ended before that was, uh, he was more yeah, out there about it. Yeah, yeah. that's why we celebrate the 80s, Piscopo. <laughs> Piscopo frozen in time. That way Piscopo's not... Why Piscopo's not Episcopalian? Uh, yes, and also I think it's funny that he's not. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's <getting> nominated. <laughs> I don't think he even got nominated last year. Well, there's just so many he candidates. The window. <laughs> he missed the window. <laughs> it's like the Hall of Fame. You get like two years of eligibility before you just drop off everyone's radar. <laughs> so let's take a moment and shift from future teases to past explainers. <laughs> what a segue <laughs> Brianna's a story I'm now I'm just going to call stories past explainers <laughs> <laughs> oh man have I got a past explainer for you <laughs> what do you call them <laughs> well I don't know how much of a story it is so much as just kind of a cool experience I well it's uh you tell the framework of the past explainer and then Charlie asks questions like and question answer sit down time an interview yeah question answer sit down time <laughs> <laughs> well no i just thought it would be kind of interesting to to bring up some of the stuff that i was able to do uh during the pandemic i had the rare experience of being able to perform in live theater even though it was a pandemic so doing live theater in a pandemic setting was probably one of the most interesting experiences I have been able to have over this past year. So how did you do it safely? Started with the audition and the auditions were done either wearing masks or with video emailed audition clips. And then the director cast two separate casts. It was a show of four leads, four people and cast two sets of each role. And each one of us were each other's understudies. So if any of us got sick, the other one was ready to jump in um, to the other one, and we each had our own show runs. So I performed six shows uh, with the blue cast of Songs for a New World, and then there was another red cast. Yeah, so it was, and each performance only really had one to four people in the spotlight. There were some dancers and some ensemble folks that were also on stage, but they were in the back. That was, we practiced and rehearsed, completely masked, um, until the final week, we had to all make sure that we tested negatively before we performed. And we had to have a negative test before we got on stage. And we did perform without masks. The audience was socially distanced and masked. And the entire band was masked. 
everybody else was masked except for the actors on stage. So that was kind of a really interesting experience um, to see how a theater has been able to still be open without even with all of these restrictions that we currently have. Did it feel super weird to practice with the mask and then suddenly not have to use it for the performance? Yes, absolutely. We were all talking about this. It was so it was difficult to be able to wear a mask because this was the type of musical that is a major powerhouse. Like these are not easy songs, probably one of the most challenging shows I've ever been a part of. And it requires a lot of belting. Well, to be able to belt, you need a lot of air. And it is very difficult to get air when you have a mask in front of your face. And I constantly felt like I was choking. And it was kind of like doing endurance training where, you know, you're working out or you're like with a swim team and you'd wear, you know, leggings or something along those lines. And then all of a sudden they come off and you can fly through the water. It's kind of how it was. All of a sudden we could breathe. And these songs that we've been learning to belt through a mask and sing through a mask are now, we don't have the mask and they had to turn us all way down (laughs) (laughs) because it was just like exploding all of a sudden out on stage. And the minute you got off stage again, you threw the mask right back on. Did you feel like you had to make, I mean, beyond just levels and stuff, make adjustments for the performance? You're like, oh, this is like. Yes. Um, a little bit. It was strange. It was just a very weird experience to be standing up there without a mask because at this time they had just started vaccinating. This was back in January. Oh, okay. So I had actually just gotten the first shot the week before we opened. So I had a little bit of immune, like I already had a little bit of it, but to be standing up there basically singing. And when you sing, you spray everywhere. Like you, you don't. It's aerosols and I can see that, you know, some of these songs I'm real passionate about and I had to realize I had to take that back a little because I was seeing little droplets like I'm going, oh, my God, the poor people in the front row. <laughs> Did you, you've you seen, know? you've seen uh, the version of Hamilton that's on Disney Plus, right? Yes. With King George yes. and there's just like spit hanging off the side of his mouth. <laughs> that is so common that I'm watching that going, wow, they actually caught that on film. Like, I have been spit on, sweated on, drooled on, on stage multiple times. I don't know how we don't all just like, we're not all always sick. Well, we kind of (laughs) always are. You know, I was in Hunchback of Notre Dame where I was a gargoyle hanging off of the roof and our Quasimodo was right above me. And I got done and my back was soaking wet because he had sweated and dripped sweat on top of me the entire time (laughs) I was up there. They had a clean my outfit at the end of the run or at the end of the show just because he sweat on me. Theater is gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that even more now because of how much we had to stay apart from each other, how much we had to be very careful on stage that we weren't going to contaminate each other either. Because if your scene partner is not there, all of a sudden you don't have, can't really do anything. Yeah. I'd say it was definitely interesting. We didn't have a lot of people come out to see the show either. I don't think they really know the show. But people were not quite ready yet to go to live theater. I wonder if people are going to be ready now even. I mean, now that you know, p- people are getting vaccinations and there's some guidance saying you can take them off in certain situations, I think people are still going to be a little bit scared about doing it. I know a lot of theaters on Broadway are redesigning like the seating, and there's still going to be a lot of those type of safety protocols. Um, I've seen a lot of theater with kids recently, and they're all wearing masks. A lot of people are actually wearing masks on stage or they're wearing face shields. Hmm. Um, I don't feel like do anything, but right. And they get really gross by the end of the show. <laughs> you just can't see through it. 
you can't. It's so, I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, you had a, oh, that was a powerful <laughs> moment. Just like bugs on a windshield. And then other theaters are doing stuff outside. Oh, yeah, of course. So yeah. I did a, actually a drive-in theater. I was in a show that, yeah, we were out on the stage and there were people that would drive in. To the, like there were some people that could sit outside and others would like drive in and they'd pipe the music through the radio. And so they'd sit in their cars with their windows up being able to watch the show from the comforts of their car out in the parking lot. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's the sort of thing that I know won't probably continue to happen much after the pandemic, but wish it would. You know, it's like, oh, that's kind of a fun idea. It's just like drive-in theater experience. And, you know, maybe, you know, later we wouldn't have to use our radios or whatever. You could just sit outside or what have you. But Well, there's still places in like New York that do it, um, theater in the park. But here we started out and it was so cold. Like it was, you know, we were getting into the, for Arizona at least, people were out there freezing. It was, you know, high 30s, low 40s of them sitting out there and it's windy and so they're just and then it starts to rain on them so then that was fun which then fast forward and like three weeks later it was 105 degrees outside and there's no shade and they're sitting out and we had a matinee and all of a sudden everybody's getting sunburned and they're miserable and then we had them leave like it was just this range of weather we went all the way from 30 high 30s to over 100 degrees at one point in that show and we got sunburned on stage too that was fun I'd have to go out there with sunscreen on under my makeup, my stage makeup. Ew. But it was my one little pocket of normalcy. Hey, I don't count. Well, I mean, we're quarantined together, <laughs> so I don't know how normal that is. But going to rehearsals and being able to, so like I knew on the weekends, we were all, again, we had to be vaccinated or not, you either vaccinated or you had to test negative before you could go on the stage. I got very, very comfortable with the testing station down the street from us that I just drive up every like two or three times a week. All right, I'm here for my test. Let's keep going. But then when you're putting makeup on, you can't put the stage makeup on with a mask on. So we were all back. I think there's only six of us in that show. So we were back in the dressing room and it almost became we became each other's bubble. Well, weren't you fully vaccinated by that point? I was fully vaccinated. And there were several, there was two others that were fully vaccinated, but not everybody was. But we still, it was a chance. We all took, we had had our masks off because we were putting makeup on. And it became that one place where I knew it was going, it was normal. Like it felt pre-pandemic. And it was really cool. When it ended, it was kind of a shock to all of a sudden go back to having to wear masks all the time, having to do all of that, having to retrain my brain again. Um, But it was nice to have those little pockets of this is where it gets to feel not crazy for a little bit. Yeah, I know that people kept talking about their pods and their bubbles and whatever during the pandemic, but we didn't really end up having one. I mean, besides like occasionally seeing immediate family, like nuclear family, like Cara's parents or my parents. I feel like we kind of missed out on that. But at the same time, I was never really super comfortable. I mean, like your situation, obviously, everybody's getting tested. But just some people felt comfortable doing that. And we were just like, I don't know. Well, and that one, I I felt okay because I was fully vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, at that point. And the other one, the director basically begged me to do it. He begged you? He did. Okay. Yeah, he called me and he's like, Brianne, please do this. You're doing this. Please do this show. Um, And it was one of the kind of those dream roles that I never thought I'd have the experience to be able to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was a long conversations of whether or not I felt comfortable enough doing that. Um, But I made sure that I kept myself safe. You know, I stayed away from people. I made sure this, I was socially distanced and that was really all I could control. And then, but even still it was, very surreal. That one was, I wasn't quite there yet. The second one, I was fully vaccinated by that point. And I was just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Going back to normal a little bit. Yep. 
Yeah. And everybody is releasing all of their stuff for next year too. They're, um, I've got an audition coming up in June and it is June. Oh, it is June. So I'll be auditioning soon. Or I have already auditioned, depending on when this comes out. Depending on when you're listening, she might be auditioning right now. Right at the moment. Right. You could be the person listening to her audition and uh, being rude and listening to the podcast at the same time. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) But there's like three or four shows that are coming out really soon that I'm very excited to to be a part of. So That's awesome. Yeah. Everyone's trying to open back up again. I hate it. Shut it back down. (laughs) Now I don't have an excuse to not see people. I know. sucks. I know. Yeah, people are starting to plan events again. And then we're starting to realize like, oh, this is going to be like summer as usual where like all of our weekends fill up. And then we'll just pretty soon we're going to be feeling like I don't want to see people anymore. (laughs) Why can't I be quarantined again? I know. I'm coming down with something. (laughs) Well, I did get sick, so that was fun. What'd you get? Just something? Um, I don't know. Some really nasty head cold. This is what happens when you start seeing other people. They get you sick. We, I had gone to eat in a restaurant, and I think that might be where I got sick. And I got tested to make sure that it wasn't COVID. I'm not really showing symptoms of COVID, but I had like the nasal congestion and the, the runny nose, but not really the body aches or the fatigue. It just kind of was all in my head. And then all of a sudden it started draining, which is now what I'm dealing with, because now I've got that stupid like chest cough that just oh, won't go yeah. away. Yeah. That thing that will linger for weeks now. But it was weird to think, wait a second, you can be sick and it not be COVID. <laughs> yeah, I got sick a couple of times during the pandemic. But I don't know where Celeste, like, she would always get sick first. I'm like, where is she possibly getting it from? But it was always like, yeah, it has that sort of twinge of like, not panic, but like, oh, geez, like, do we have COVID? Can't be COVID. But it's something. How do we get anything? We got to get the baby tested. We've got to get tested. And then you don't want to cough around anybody because you know that, it, you know, you know, you're OK. And it's just this like, even if it's just my asthma cough, I'm like, right. Oh, my gosh. And everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> No, no, I just swallowed my spit the wrong way. Right. No, 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 I'm choking. Literally, I'm choking. I need help. Please help me. (laughs) No? Okay, I'm going to (laughs) die. The thing about coming up, too, with me, though, is that, well, I work at a hospital, and that mask mandate is not going to lift anytime soon. And then Mm -mm. when Cara and I go out somewhere with a baby, I guess technically we don't have to wear masks, but she's two, which means that the only way that she'll wear a mask is if we're wearing masks anyway. Plus, it's, like, hard to explain double standards to children right so we're pretty much like if we go to a restaurant or the store we're still going to be wearing masks so it's probably going to be that way until whenever two-year-olds can get vaccinated so fall winter 2022 i mean if you just let her dress up as a superhero all the time with the full mask then obviously it's not a big deal because she's iron man or whatever (laughs) she likes hats masks she's a little iffy on she'll do it sometimes you do the hask Hat with a veil. A hat with a veil. Hmm. A helmet. Ooh. She can be Darth Vader. Yeah, that's true. So is Celeste at the, is she getting to the point now where she's able to sort of converse with you? Yes. Not like conversations, really, but like, yeah, she can get her point across. She'll, if you tell her a word, then she'll almost, she'll immediately repeat it to you and remember it and (laughs) make up like her own two or three word phrases. But uh, no, it's not like you could have like a lot of back and forth. But she's doing pretty well. Yeah. Disappointed that you two aren't discussing Spinoza yet. (laughs) Well, soon. I mean, I could get her to say Spinoza. I think that should be the goal. Oh, no, she went off this weekend. You can't do it. (laughs) What's that? So when Carr is raving on that alternate night, you need to teach her Spinoza 
so that she can repeat it to Kara, and Kara can be like, what have you been doing? <laughs> I really want there to be a segment on things you can get Celeste to say <laughs> on the podcast. I really want to just hear her come through with well, you guys trying to get now, her to say I something. I could probably get her like on the mic, and she would be fascinated by it, as long as she could hear herself For like two seconds. It. Yeah. Oh, shoot, yes. Or hear people talking at her. She oh, just, yeah, absolutely. Oh, do you guys like Zoom with her? Like, has she ever had that oh, experience? Yeah. She's FaceTimes and Zooms and what have you with grandparents all the time. What about the telegraph? Have you taught her how to use a telegraph? Uh, I would have to learn first. No but, excuse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no SOS. A, daddy, a daddy-daughter <laughs> bonding project. At two. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, the first thing we'd have to do is we'd have to lay the line, the telegraph line. Oh, come on. How hard is that? Uh, I don't know. Well, that's another thing we could do with my neighbor. So we could set up the other, See? the receiver on that end and just run a, a telegraph wire. Or he could have the transmitter and you guys have to interpret what he's saying. <laughs> if you guys live close enough to each other, that is definitely something you would do. Oh, yeah. So if we literally live next door to each other? Yes, in this utopia universe, in this utopia town that you've talked about building. That is true. What is this town? First, I've heard of it. It's where all my friends live next to each other. And like a sort of a cul-de-sac. Yeah, and we we never considered the downsides of this arrangement. (laughs) (laughs) We would never tire of hanging out with each other ever. Right. Every night. We never get mad. It's basically (laughs) a sitcom universe. (laughs) It's Cougar Town, basically, right? You've seen Cougar Town, or have you not? I've not. I saw the very first episode. (laughs) I'm aware of it from Community. That's as far as I've gotten. (laughs) Brianne, I think it's one of those shows that changes significantly even after the pilot. I don't know how long it takes before they like completely change. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. I'll have to see where it's streaming. Add it to my queue because I don't think I could get Adam to watch it. They even address later that like the name of the show is a horrible name for a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really related at all. It was when it started, though. That was right. Was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd live there. What are the property? What are the property taxes like there? <laughs> What's the housing market like in your utopian cul-de-sac? Uh... By application only? Yeah, it's a very NIMBY uh, cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how sitcom housing applications work. Well, it's just the facade, so. You have references, and if one of the references isn't you, then you deny the application. Right, exactly. And then we have a whole season arc about how we're getting sued by the federal government. <laughs> but the federal government is so inefficient that they can't kick <laughs> us out. At least not for so two to three. Or Republican the, Charlie again. <laughs> at the end of end of every season, we're like, is the federal government going to catch up with us? Did we get renewed? Yes, we did. <laughs> we get another season. But then there's the season where the federal government does catch up with you and you start out trying to do what they want you to do. And then it all goes to hell. No, that's not how sovereign cul-de-sac the show works. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on Sovereign Coldersack. Is that also going to be the name of the, of you, the main character? <laughs> Sovereign Coldersack. No, no, it's just my name is Sovereign. <laughs> yeah, where it starts out, we're not sovereign citizens, and then we become sovereign citizens because everyone makes the joke about it. <laughs> we're going to do this, guys. Let's do it. It's a place where jokes come true. See, tagline for the show. <laughs> Where all your jokes come true. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all for this. Let's just get a little. Let's get a commune going where we all live in separate houses and we do our own thing, except when we hang out. And even sometimes when we hang out. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> we'll we'll have a separate house 
for Paul, where you can just go, but not talk to anybody and just do your own thing. And then a separate house for me, where the same thing applies. <laughs> you must have Adam as a reference. You must be comfortable with silence. <laughs> you must be willing You're to lying. podcast. <laughs> and you all podcast from your homes in the commune. <laughs> Still on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're a sponsor. <laughs> Brought to you by Skype. <laughs> Telegraphs connecting every home. Yes. I was just going to make a joke about how we kept calling SOS and you didn't respond. And you'll be like, well, you no, you kept sending HOH. Oh. It's like, HOH? It's like, yeah, four dots, not three. <laughs> Thought I was just excited for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were calling me a hoe. <laughs> the nerve of this guy. Well, there's no way I'm going to check on him now. Well, I expect that wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. A very special thanks to our fully vaccinated guest, Brianne Gobeski. Thank you so much for having me. We hope that you join us next time for the 2021 Piscopo Day celebrations in a podcast that will not release on Piscopo Day, unless someone's really ambitious. <laughs> well, it's not on a Monday this year, is it? No, it's like a, yeah, it's some random day. Jay <laughs> I should not have left the window open for him to look out. <laughs> that's that's my fault. Still gonna yell. Whatever, I think we have an outro as you yelling, Chaser. <laughs> that's our show. Don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report. And you can also follow us on Twitter at GW Report. And check out our website, thegobeskywallsreport.com. That's probably the important bit. Well, yeah, I guess all the other links are there. So if you remember one thing, remember that. Not your name, but GobeskyWallaceReport.com. <laughs> More important than your name. Yeah, people must wonder what I'm doing because I'm here by myself all weekend and I haven't left the house and I've closed all the blinds. That's just how I live. I know. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. I haven't seen the sun. All right. I do open the they're the main room blinds during the day. But all the other ones, I just close. I usually open up like most of the blinds during the day. And there's like the last couple of days I haven't because, you know, it's better for watching the, the movies. And it's like, oh, right. <laughs> Where's Anya? <laughs>